Hey everybody, welcome to Kern Talks, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church's podcast, where we revisit the message from this week's church service. I'm Chris DeCue, the worship leader and producer at Kern Church. We know you're busy and maybe don't have time to watch the video for a whole service. Well, we got you covered with Kern Talks. With that said, let's hear Reverend Jim Bale's message from the fourth Sunday of Advent, December 19th, God with us. Welcome. Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to Worship with Kern Memorial United Methodist Church in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. We are privileged to have this means to worship with you and especially privileged to have you join with us. As always, we pray this service will glorify God in the name of Jesus Christ and also be a, a blessing to you. We worship on this fourth Sunday of Advent. We worship on this Sunday leading into Christmas, into Christmas Sunday. May God prepare our hearts for worship. Do not be afraid. I am bringing you good news of a great joy to all the people. For to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. O come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. For a son has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. We light this candle as a symbol of the Prince of Peace. May the visitation of your Holy Spirit, O God, make us ready for the coming of Jesus, our hope and joy. O, o come, O come, come Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Good morning. We have two scripture readings this morning. I will read both from the New Revised Standard Version. The Old Testament reading this morning comes to us from the prophet Isaiah, the seventh chapter, verses 10 through 14. Again, the Lord spoke to Ahaz, saying, Ask a sign of the Lord your God. Let it be deep as shoal or high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask. I will not put the Lord to the test. Then Isaiah said, Hear then, O house of David. Is it too little for you to weary mortals that you weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the young woman is with child and shall bear a son and shall name him Emmanuel. And our New Testament reading this morning comes from the second chapter of Luke's Gospel the first 14 verses. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son 
and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone all around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. This is the word of God for the people of God, and we say thanks be to God. And this word from the Gospel of Matthew. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Sam Wells is the vicar of the St. Michael in the Fields Anglican Church of England Church in London, England. For a number of years, Sam Wells was the chaplain, uh, the dean of Duke University Chapel. So he preached weekly in that great majestic chapel. Sam Wells is also a prolific author. In his book, A Nazareth Manifesto, Being with God, he begins the book with his Christmas Eve 2010 sermon at Duke University Chapel. He begins the sermon with three scenarios, and then he makes these statements. We stumbled upon the most important word in the Bible, the word that describes the heart of God and the nature of God's purpose and destiny for us. And that word is with. He continues to say, it's all in that little word, with. God's whole life and action and purpose are shaped to be with us. He continues a few pages later in his book. God is with us. These four words express the character of God, the identity of Jesus, the work of the Spirit. And then a few pages later, he says, My argument is as follows. I maintain that the word with is the most important word in Christian thought. With. These statements sound over the top until we think about them. Creation is about with. God created all things, all the things God created are with 
each other and interrelated, the more we human beings are responsible with, with God's creation, the more creation and we are blessed, the more we are irresponsible with God's with creation, the more creation in our lives are imperiled. Now and only God knows how far into the future. Human life is all about with. God created Adam in one of the creation stories. God looks quickly upon Adam and says, this fellow needs some help. Adam's not going to make it on his own. So God creates Eve as Adam's helper, partner, companion. And all of human life is about with. Life in faith is about with. God quickly in the Bible by Genesis 12 creates the covenant with Abraham. And that God's, God creates a people, not just the patriarch heroes, patriarchs and matriarchs of faith. God has created a people to live faith with each other. And then we continue into Jesus himself, that Jesus was not about to carry out his earthly ministry totally alone. But Jesus created the with, with 12 disciples, and then 70 followers, and then countless other followers. And that Jesus created the with of church. And after Jesus' death, resurrection, uh, ascension, and, and the gift of God's Holy Spirit, which birthed the church together, and that God sent forth the body of Christ, the church, as people who are one in Christ with one another. And we have experienced this, this past year and continue to, that undoubtedly among the most painful parts of COVID has been, is, and shall be the threat and some breakdown of the with. The most tragic part has been the hundreds of thousands just within our country, much less the millions throughout the world who have lost their earthly lives through COVID. And I would dare say each of us in worship during this time have lost those we love dearly to COVID. But also we experienced almost immediately the threat, the disruption, the breakdown of the with. Unbelievable that we could not visit our loved ones in intensive care units in hospitals. Incredible that that we could not be with children or with grandchildren, with neighbors, with, with friends, with associates, the breakdown that, that we could not be with each other in, in school and that 
uh, parents could not joyfully send their their children you know, out the door each each morning to be with their teachers and other students at school. That we cannot be with one another at at church for such a long time, and and on and on. The threat to with. And we experience pain immediately. And we observed almost immediately painful consequences of the breakdown of with. The increase of, of over-drinking, of deaths by addiction, domestic violence and divorce, all types of mental health issues, the continuing worsening of social and political civility. And we found ourselves being forced to remain so much by ourselves or to ourselves and often being exposed only to, to those who think you know, just like we do. And we have found it easy to fall prey to hearing just unbelievable, even false and destructive things and to accept, believe, and pass on and act on some horrible, painful things. We are still in the midst of, to some extent, this threat to with. But of course, we know or should know that the ultimate with is our relationship with God. We were created by God. God breathed God's spirit breath into Adam, into all of us, and Adam and we became alive. God has created us in God's image, in God's likeness. God has created us to, to be in relationship with God. The central, basic relationship of, of all of life in this life and the life to come is the with, with God. And we find throughout the Bible, and we find certainly throughout human history, that, that we human beings have so often run away from the with in our relationship with God running away from God, ignoring God, disobeying God in, in, in whatever ways, and that we have suffered all types of consequences of the threat to our with, with God. It's all types of, of consequences. But then... Through the years, that breakdown of the with that had always happened, certainly back in 
the prophet Isaiah's time with its consequences, certainly at the time of the writing of St. Luke's Gospel and the writing of St. Matthew's Gospel, there came the Advent promise that, a, that God was going to give a sign and the sign was going to be a child and the child was to be given a name among other names and the child's name would be Emmanuel, God with us. In the Hebrew, Imano with us, El, God, God with us. And we heard during this service the, the majestic, most of the Christmas story from Luke's Gospel. And it's we have heard the Advent promise of God's coming, of God's Advent, especially in the Christ child. And this week, as we come to the manger, as we are drawn to the manger, we celebrate and we stand before the young couple, Mary and Joseph. We stand before the child. And we joining the gospel writers and we joining Christians all down through the ages may You'll sing that hymn or read that poem, What Child Is This? And again, Matthew. Matthew has the angel. Tells us about the angel going back, going centuries back to remind us all who the child is that the birth of Jesus, that Jesus was and is and shall ever be Emmanuel. That means God with us. That God had not forsaken them, that God has not forsaken us, that God is not absent, that God is not silent, but God's very nature is Emmanuel. God's very mission is Emmanuel. God is with us. And all that Emmanuel means, and all that God means. Perhaps this one story will illustrate. The Houston Conference lost several true uh, pulpit giants uh, to death this past year. One of them was H. Eddie Fox. Eddie Fox was uh, born in, in Sevier County, around Wares Valley and in Walden's Creek. He always uh, cherished and kept that uh, Sevier County mountain accent. Eddie Fox ended up going on behalf of the United Methodist Church all throughout the world in charge of world evangelism. Eddie preached numerous times to the Houston Conference. I remember one time Eddie told a story about his first church and his first month in his first churches. 
And we pastors will always remember the first months in our first churches. Eddie Fox was out visiting one of his church families. It was a rural setting. And, and the husband, uh, the aging husband, uh, greeted him and uh, wanted to show him the, his farmland, his yard, and they walked around this beautiful rural setting. And as they did so, the, the farmer would just stop and whistle, which I would if I could. He would just stop and whistle. And Reverend Fox thought that was a rather strange uh, tick. Uh, he never heard someone quite do that, but then as they, uh, they got to the house, uh, close to the porch, uh, the man said, Preacher, that's my wife there, you know, sitting there on the porch, and she's blind, and she gets very scared when I'm not with her, very scared when she doesn't know where I am. And so when I'm out here in the yard or maybe even elsewhere in the house, I whistle. I whistle. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I have not left you, dear wife, the one I love the most in the world. I have not forsaken you. I am here. I am right here with you, with all of me and all of my love. And so this day, and especially this week as we go forward, through the ages we hear a word, a name, Emmanuel, God is with us. And as one name Paul later said, if God is with us and for us, who, who or what can be against us? Emmanuel, God with us. Right here. Right now, always, forever, may we pray. Oh, gracious God, as we experience so much of life that shakes our souls and bodies to the very core, Grant to us to, to hear the promise through the centuries. To believe and accept the gift, the event, the happening. That you did come in flesh and blood. In a child's 
who became a youth, who became an adult, the adult, Lord, Savior. And oh God, help us. Despite any fears or bruises in our souls, in the midst of of whatever is out there in the world, may we hear, receive, cling to, believe, and follow Emmanuel. God with us. Amen. The people of Car Memorial United Methodist Church, Oak Ridge, Tennessee, wish you a blessed Merry Christmas. May you be blessed in the name of God the Father, God the Son, Emmanuel, Jesus Christ, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to Kern Memorial United Methodist Church or see entire services, you can visit our YouTube channel, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church, and remember to like and subscribe for updates. You can also visit us on our Facebook page at Kern Memorial United Methodist Church. Thanks and have a blessed day.